Hello, residents of Meeple Town. This is Dean. Johnny Disc Golf. And today we're going to be looking at Fort, and then we're going to be answering some questions from the mailbag. So thanks for joining us for episode number 56. All right, residents of Meebletown, if you were here right now, you would see Dean with a backwards baseball cap, some cool shades, and a Hawaiian shirt. Who are you, Dean? At first, I thought you were going to say Matthew Stafford from the Detroit Lions, (laughs) but actually, I'm Chip from the Feed the Kraken video that we recently did. Here's the thing, y'all. Since, you know, social distance, right? We are doing a Kickstarter video for Feed the Kraken, and you need to have at least five players. So, you know, what did we do, Dean? We decided to play all six roles. This is going to be the most epically good video that we have done with Meeple Town, or the most epically bad video. This this is something that we could be talking about on the podcast that never gets released. Because I haven't started editing it, and if it's horrible, what did I say? Herrible? Herrible. If it's herrible, herrible, little Charles Barkley right there. It's horrible. If it's herrible, then it's not going to be released and we're going to figure something else out. <laughs> but Dean was Chip, who is a really obnoxious character. If you are a fan of the podcast and love the nonsense and you don't watch our YouTube channel, you got you to gotta check it out because there's probably more nonsense on there. If we do release this, we will tell you on the podcast. We mentioned Blitzkrieg last week, which I think you're going to have that out. Next, yeah, no, you told me it would be the last week, but it, it was my bad. You're, you're it was my making bad. me a liar. My six, seven, he's seven now. He just turned seven. My seven-year-old said it was the best intro to a... It wasn't as good as I remembered. Blitzkrieg wasn't? Yeah, it, it was, was okay. It was really funny, funny from my perspective. Because you don't... He doesn't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, I just do something. I like, announced the game. John does something nonsensical. And this was over the top that almost killed us. And I kind of feel like Chris Pratt. You know, in Parks and Rec. I was going to say Chris Andy Farley. Dwyer. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. I would say Chris Farley is probably a better... better uh, oh, the, better police are, the police are coming to Meepletown. <laughs> so, <laughs> feed the Kraken. Yeah. Anyways. It's going to be fun, maybe. It's, or it's going to be awful. <laughs> or it's, it's going to be horrible. Gonna I don't know. One or the other. Or if we make it and we like it and Fun Tales thinks it's really nonsense. Then they'll never ask us to do anything they'll, again. Hold they'll on. ask us to redo it. And so also, Dean, do you know why I'm Johnny Disc Golf? Johnny frothing at the mouth. Dude, I'm about Froth. to go I'm about to go toss some discs, brah. Yeah. With the kiddos. They're you know, on fall I've break. actually I've been wanting to play lately. It's been a long time since I've played. Yeah. It hasn't been that long since I've played. Uh, but I'm not really all that I'm 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 mediocre. I'm not great. It's like regular golf. I'll hit some good shots and be like, I'm pretty much amazing at this. And then I'll start throwing some that are just ridiculously bad. If I told you the tournament that I played in one time, no. If I, if I told you about this, so played in the tournament uh, disc golf. This was years ago. I think I was in college, maybe, and I I hadn't played very much before. But they would do this monthly tournament, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll play. And we join in. We couldn't stay the entire time, so we knew that we were going to be the very last four, unless somebody was just completely awful. But we only played half the tournament. Okay. I was the better of those four, but okay. they switched up our names, 
and they put me as last place, and it stayed on public display for months after that. And it was someone else that was playing your guy? Yep. They swapped our names out, but... Wow. Yep. Was it a solo tournament? Um. Oops. Yes, it was. It was. This okay. one was a solo tournament, yep. Okay, that's what I was trying to figure out. Interesting. Yeah. I actually, surprisingly enough, I almost got a hole-in-one in that, in that Did tournament, you? too. Yeah. Wow. I've never mm-hmm. even come close to that. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Well, hey, I'm gonna. That may be the next poll question because I see like Jamie Stegmeyer. I'm not good, by the way. You watch old Stegmeyer, like he plays a little disc golf. If you follow him on Instagram, I wonder how many disc golfers we have out there. Hmm. You can let us know. There's something going down <laughs> down the street. There's an ambulance and police cars and all kinds of stuff going. You hear a little something going on. So they heard us say, "Come on down to Meeple Town," and they're they're taking it literally. They're coming on. They're ready mm-hmm. to go. All right. So with that being said, poll time. All righty. So here's a poll that has a lot to do with board games. Actually has nothing to do with board games. Oh it's still it's still going. We're just gonna keep going. Yeah, we're gonna keep going. Hey, if that's annoying to y'all, then in your face. Well, nope. Not gonna, <laughs> not gonna say that. All right. I was in Lowe's the other day. This is the poll, so just so you know. Mm-hmm. And I saw Christmas decorations. And I thought, wow, it's still September. The other day it was September. It was the end of September. Really? Christmas decorations at the end of September? So I asked. Should stores be selling Christmas items this early in the season? What do you think, Dean? What's what my you, answer? What do you think that Meeple Town you said? And then give me your first. answer. Why don't you want my answer first? Because I want you to do this first. I'm going to say Meeple Town doesn't like it. They're not having it. Okay. And say you've been you've missed a lot lately. You know, <laughs> I mean you you've hardly ever won. <laughs> I was I destroyed it it for months, and now it's all coming back to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, Maple Town does not like that. They sell Christmas items. Maybe, maybe not crazy. 65, 35. This is an easy one for you. That is correct. Okay. 73 to 27. Ooh, I, I almost went 70, 30 and then changed my mind last minute. Cause it seems like they've been closer lately. And yeah. anyway, Dean's answer. I don't care. Sell that Christmas stuff. I actually bought a Christmas, uh, set of Christmas oh lights the gosh. other day. So you in September, you are someone, and it's interesting that this comes from you, because I don't do Halloween. You do Halloween. So you don't feel like you're trumping a holiday that you like by starting Christmas early. No. Interesting. Okay. No, but also I put up our Christmas tree before Thanksgiving, or, or at least I try to if I'm able to sneak it in before my wife, because she is not that uh, way. I used to be rabidly, rabidly, if you could see the way my head shaking He's foaming right now, at the mouth right now. Against putting your Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving. But you know what started happening? I started getting older. And in time, when you get older, it goes by faster. And I got tired of putting the tree up and feeling like three days later, I'm taking the tree back down. So I said, you know what? I don't give two rats behinds. We're putting this sucker up before Thanksgiving. And guess what? I've been happy. I've been doing it. And if you have a problem with it, you can come to Meeple Town. You can come to something, something Taylor Place, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, where we're recording this right now. And we can go, we can throw blows. I, I think that you often think that people want to reject the things that you have to say. John's, for some reason. I'm taking my shirt off right now. Why? Because that's, that's what happens. Do you think people care that much about it? Like that they literally want to fight you over this? Have you seen, have you heard of something called the internet? No. No, I try to steer <laughs> people clear of that. Really, people really get serious on the internet. Of course, this is jokes. I, I will mention before we do what we've been playing lately, a tabletop diary said, I don't like it. But it's literally not my business. <laughs> okay, that's a solid answer. He doesn't. He doesn't care. I'm listen. I'm a guy. 
I agree with that. Like, I think if you're running your business, just do it. If you want to do it, go ahead. I don't care. But I also think that I have the right to say, I'm not going to your business, you sack of manure. Wow, you're very <laughs> violent and grumpy today. Old man John's coming out in full force, everyone. You kids, get off my lawn. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, you're not. I still bought stuff at Lowe's, even though they had that. Sponsored by Lowe's. Wow. Home improvement stores. We yeah. just got a million dollars to say that. That's why That's why I'm doing this poll. Okay, the last thing was uh, Ryan Fortier said, after Thanksgiving, the end. I get after it. Thanksgiving is when you can start. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I think that... The, My the, wife would agree with that. The problem with that, but that's store selling. The problem with that is that that Christmas season is, is, is pretty short, right? In between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I mean, that's three to four weeks, depending on when Thanksgiving lands. If you're not selling stuff before then, then, I mean, you got to go get your tree, your lights and all that kind of stuff. So I'm fine with them selling things before then. This early seems, it seems a little premature. You can do it. It's your business. I have no problems with you doing it. But, you know, I don't know if I like it, Dean. All right. I don't care. <laughs> hey, maybe, I'm going to do Maybe a, we should have said, are you allowed to start playing Christmas board games now? Um, now, that would be a, now that's no, a question yet. for you. Not yet. Is that not until after Thanksgiving? Yeah, that's probably right. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And Although Christmas I've, movies. I will not start watching them until after Thanksgiving either. No, I would watch Christmas movies year-round. <laughs> No kidding. I would. You love Christmas. I do. And now Christmas board games is going to be different this year because I have a bunch. I'm going to put, I'm putting together a video to do uh, some casual Christmas games that you can play with your families over the holidays. So I'm actually going to have to do that. CCG. In this October and November, I'm going to be playing those and then putting a video together. So I definitely think um, Christmas card games. I was like, they're not collectible card games. I see what you did there. So anyway, hey, before we get on to what we've been playing, I'm going to make a plug real fast. You ready for this? You can do whatever you want. It's my show. <laughs> you're, you're just a guest. That was the funniest thing you said in a long time on this <laughs> podcast. Hey, John, it's glad, I'm glad to have you here as a guest on Meepletown. Spit take. I am the co- the only founder, the sole founder of Meepletown. All right. you are, Hey, John, are you looking for a new podcast to listen to? Are you tired of Meepletown and you want something new to listen to? Absolutely not. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you one that you can listen to since you're tired of Meepletown. Wow. Board Game Hot Takes. I don't know if you've listened to this yet. but No idea who that so is. So Tim is a, uh, is a Meepletown listener um, who, started, awesome. who started a podcast recently. And they've got actually quite a, uh, several episodes out now. I think they're putting out weekly. Uh, when I say I think they are, they're putting out weekly. And the thing that I've liked about this show is that what they've been doing is talking about games after they've been playing them mm-hmm. um, so that it's really fresh on the mind. I'll say when John and I can, we like to do that. We like to be able to play games, talk about them immediately. because We did that today. We did it today. Yeah. That's right. And we talk about Fort. Um, and I like that they do that. The conversations that they have are good. They're getting better all the time. So I definitely recommend checking out Board Game Hot Takes. They paid nothing for this. They don't even know I'm doing this. I've just been listening to it and I enjoy it. So wow, that's good. I'm really I like when people come out. I don't when I said I don't know is because I I don't really listen to that many board game podcasts. I just don't have time. He doesn't. Let me tell you something about John. What? It's John's world, and it doesn't matter. I listen to Meepletown every other, single episode. See there, <laughs> he just listens to Meepletown. It's like John is at the center it's of the world true. and all the other things. You know, if they if they float in his path, man, False. maybe I'll check it out. Fake news. <laughs> hey, let's talk about. Politics. Hey, let's talk about the debate. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, just kidding. No, we're definitely not going to do. We're that. We're going to talk about stuff that's fun to talk about. And would you want to start? Would you would, uh, I will start. Would you like to start a meet? Okay. What I've been playing lately. 
This is a game we got a review copy of actually a while now, and I've been wanting to play this with a big group, but it's not going to happen, John. I'm just not getting any big group plays in these days. This is a game by Plaid Hat Games called Forgotten Waters. Mm. And because I'm not going to be able to get any big plays of this one in, I decided to go ahead and start this one off solo. And I'm hoping to also, they've got, the, the game is three to seven players, but they have an official solo variant and official two-player variant that work really well from what I can tell. But in Forgotten Waters, you are taking on the role of a pirate. You're going on this ship together and you're trying to complete an objective. Um, and it's a kind of a storybook game. It's a crossroads game. Um, if you, if you're familiar with any plat hat games, it kind of fits in, in those categories. But basically what's going to happen is you're going to have, you're going to have a location that you're in and you will start a timer. And this is a really small part of it, but you start a timer and then you place all of you place your workers in a particular order every time. And then it's worker placement. You take those actions after you've placed them. Okay. And it can be, I'm going to say what the spaces are, but they change per per location. So it doesn't make any sense for me to go into all those, but you don't know exactly what that space does because each space has a rule to it. So let's say you go into a store and it'll tell you to do a specific check and you roll your die to to see what happens with that check. Now, rolling it, dice, you really no. It's not just that, but that it. that's something that could happen. So you roll your dice, see what happens, but you don't know that you're going to be doing that. You're basically kind of have an idea. Okay, I'm going to the store and I'm probably going to buy something, or I'm going to pick up goods for a ship, or something like that. And then um, and then you do those actions, and then you're going to be moving to different locations. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that really drives this is the story and the app that that reads that story to you and tells you the different options, but it's very, very much a storytelling game, but it okay. still has some strategy because of the worker placement and deciding what the thing, the different things that you're going to do. This what do you is, think about it? The, I've been, you've been talking about this for a while and <clears> wanting to play this for a while. Yes, I have. And I'm sad that I've, again, that I haven't been able to play it with a big group and I'll, I'll do a video of this. I might even just do a solo video, even though I plan on getting some plays with um, uh, at least my wife and doing a two player of this. This game is right up my alley. Really? Yeah. You know, a lot of people have been really hype on this game, and I've been mm, maybe a little apprehensive because it's got so much hype. And now it is, you know why, huh? And it does have like it's not straight up storytelling. Like there again, there is there is decision making in this game, and you have to make the right decisions and do the right. But things. it's not highly strategic. No. Okay. It's not like playing Alma Mater or something like that. I got that. you. It's you're playing I wouldn't it, like this game. You're playing it for the story. Or would I? You might. Because I mean, you I can might. Get into you know, I always, I, I often say that if it's a story heavy game like Mansions of Madness, I don't think you would care for. You might like Forgotten Waters because the story is fun. It's really fun. And the I things like that happen when you're exploring the the thematic music that plays, you know, like mm. if you go into a sail into a storm, then the the sound effects change in the background. You can hear the storm playing and like it really sets the mood. This game is wonderful. Wow. I, if you like storytelling games like this, this game is so much fun. I'm really glad that we got we got a copy of this and I, I can't wait to explore Interesting. All of it. And it, it takes a while. Like there's I think four maybe four or five different campaigns within the first um, like with the base game, like you have these uh, downloaded in the apps, the different scenarios. I think there's four or five. And it takes a while to play through them, like two to four hours, I think is what it says on online. So there's a lot of gameplay there. 
It's got almost a thousand ratings and it's 8.3 right now. Mm-hmm. So those people who are playing this are really enjoying it. It looks like a lot of the reviews I saw, I know Tom Vassell gave this a seal of excellence and, and he Excellence. Said, wow. Okay. I think if I remember right, watching his review from a long time ago, said that this game would be like a 10, but at the time he had only played it like once, I think, but he, he loved it. I love it. I think it's great. That's interesting. Forgotten waters. It's also interesting that my son is in the other room and he's texting me right now in the middle of this. Like, what does he need to know? Do you want him to bust in the studio? No, that's, it is nice. I mean, but now I'm distracted. Anyways, I'm not really Why don't you talk about what you've been playing lately? That's what I want to hear. All right, so a game that I've been playing lately. Now, we have talked about this on the podcast, but uh, I just want to bring it back up. So our our buddy Keith uh, Piggott, Pidget, dang it. Sorry, Keith. Continue. Um, he, has a, he has a game that, that, that got published by um, Travel Buddy Games. This is a travel buddy game, and it's called the Great Barrier Reef Card Game. And I played it whenever Dean and I did the Kickstarter, but we also, we didn't share a ton of what we thought about the game. I got it back out. We went uh, camping this last weekend, and I got it back out, and I played it with three players. And Dean, this is a great game. I really like the Great Barrier Reef Card Game. Seriously, man. In this game, if, 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 you don't remember me talking about it. I mean, basically, it's it's deceptively complex, for sure. You have a set of three cards, and they have four different fish or coral or something like that on them. You're going to place one into your tableau. And then from then on, when you place it in your tableau, it also has a number, one, two, three, or four. And you have to take the card that's next to that number, one, two, three, or four. From then on, when you place a card into your um into your coral reef, the Great Barrier Reef, you have to cover something up. One quadrant, two quadrants, you know, something like that. And so you've got to cover at least something up there. And when you do it, it might um, cover up some, like, a negative points. Or it might cover up something where you can adjust in-game scoring cards because there's five in-game scoring cards which have to do with you have this type of fish in this certain configuration or you have this fish next to coral reef or something like that. And so... This game, it seems simple. I'm going to play a card, cover up a couple things, and pick up and get the card that's you know next to the number. But there's five different things that you can score. And on top of that, the, the way the scoring, the in-game scoring works, that is being changed throughout the course of the game. Dean may be lowering what he thinks I'm going good at, or I might be able to raise the high. This is... I really like this game a lot. Me too. Keith, you did... I mean, seriously, this is not just plugging a friend... This is a brilliant game. Yeah. I really like this game. Yeah, and one of the things that I've mentioned to uh, to Josh over at um, Travel Buddy Games is that this is a is a small card game that actually comes in a small box. Let's it's a really small box, and a lot of companies don't do that. Like they want to put it in a bigger box because you got bigger shelf space. And I really am thankful, but but the whole purpose is he wants to get games out that you can pack up in your bag and take with you on vacation or something like that. Which I do too. Yep. I will. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. This is if you go to travelbuddygames.com, you can get it for fifteen dollars. Yeah, just I mean, you got to pick this game up. I, I, we're not just saying that because we're friends no. with Keith. This is a really fun game. If 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 you're into abstract games, if you're into an abstract game that you want to have small size to throw into any bag, a purse, whatever. I mean, really, it's 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 about the size of a deck a deck of a card deck of a cards, um, cards, but it's thicker. It's thicker than that, but. It's small. Yeah. And it is like, 
Here's the thing. Here's the negatives. I, 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 you can go and you can read some reviews. Right now it's 7.8. There's only 30 more reviews, not very many reviews. But the negatives are it can be AP prone for sure because there is a lot that you can think about. It, that's why I say it's a deceptively complex game, but I love that mm-hmm. because I like having the small box game that I can teach. I taught to my mother-in-law who was very hesitant to play new games and she enjoyed it, but she was like, whoa, there's so many things to do. And I said, listen, pick one or two scoring cards and go for those Yeah, and don't, stop worrying about the rest. At least this first time you play and she enjoyed the game and it was such a fun, it was so fun to play a game where I can introduce to someone who doesn't play games that often and really feel satisfied. Yeah. Now I beat them pretty easily. That would be, could be a negative, I guess, if you're playing with a group like that, cause I've played the game a decent amount now, <laughs> but I tell you what, if you want a game where you can destroy somebody on John, you, you are always looking at games that beat me in because I beat you in almost Get out of here. every game. I beat you this morning. I once. am terrible, terrible at this game. Let's play it then. I'm awful at it. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 comical how bad I am at this game, but it's great. Yeah. It's, it's also, okay, I'll say this because I know we need to move on, but yeah. it's also, it's unique. I don't know many games that use this mechanism. Zoned Out is one that comes to mind that came out this year. Mm. Uh, this year? Yeah, from yeah. Gray Fox Games um, that uses that same like overlapping card placement, but this game is, uh, in my opinion, this game is much better. Yeah, I I was stunned like at how good this is and i like that it's thinky if it wasn't as thinky as it is i wouldn't like it as much yeah it's thinky baby thinky baby all right really like it let's that, go on to building forts you ready for that building my fort going to the north and i gonna get sports all right let's talk about north but first before we do that let's talk about john's theme song for fort you that know was, that North does not rhyme with fort or sports, right? It's a near rhyme. It's a near rhyme. You can do that. Do you not know music? Okay. I mean, yes, <laughs> I do. That is not near enough. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Of course. I mean, you're freestyling, so that's... I almost said dort. That's... Dort. Mm-hmm. Going dort to build the fort. That's what I was, that's what I was going to say, and then I was like, that's not a word. So I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> Anyways. Sport was good. Sport. Hey, Fort came out this year, 2020. Hey, do you think people have heard of Fort? Is this a pretty popular <laughs> game these days? Yeah. A th- little bit. This is one that I, I'm just going to be real here. I messaged Leader Games multiple times trying to get a review copy and got nothing back. I like to call out people that don't send John, us review John's copies. bitter about this. <laughs> I'm not bitter at all. But hey, I'm just going to say I had to spend my own money on this. So was is it worth it? We'll see. So, okay, you've already mentioned this is a leader game. Came out this year. The designer for this is Grant uh, Rodiak. And uh, the art is by Kyle Farron, who does all of the art for leader games. Maybe not all of it, but a lot. He is probably my favorite artist. Like, I, I like Clemens Fraun, you know, the, 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 but I think that he has this beautiful quirkiness that I love. Yeah. If I was, man, you okay over there? <laughs> I'm all choked up, John. Oh, my gosh. You know, if there we go, if if I was you know designing a game and I could have one person, I would have him to do it. The arts. Okay. All right. Now, in this game, this is a deck building game. 
John taught this to me, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna talk. Do we want to talk about our components first, though? No, I want to tell how the game plays. That's what we're gonna do. That's and what we always do. We give the overview of the game, and then we oh, talk yeah. about the art components. Okay. You want to change things up? You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Uh, being the host of the show, I would definitely will do that. John is my guest. We'll sit back and comment. Oh my gosh. All right. So this is a pretty basic deck builder game. You start off the game by, in one of the variants, you can draft for your starting cards. Everyone starts off with their two best friends, uh, but then you draft for the rest of the cards to have a total of 10 cards in your deck. And then you're going to play five cards. You're going to take the actions on those, which give you resources like toys and pizza. Those are the only two resources. Um, they might give you points. They might let you put cards in your lookout. Lots of different things. Uh, but the interesting piece of this that makes it a little bit different is that when you play a card, if it has a follow-up action, let's say John and I are playing together and I play a card, at the top, it might have a follow-up action that John can do. So can I take the follower, action. Follow John the can leader. follow the action if he wants, but he has to spend a card of that same type. And um, then after that happens, I'm going to discard the cards that I didn't use, or if it's my best friend, because you always keep your best friends. The friends that I didn't use, they're going to go into the yard, and then I'm going to take a card either from John's yard, or I'll take one from the playground. So that means next time, when it's John's turn, it's time for him to take a card. He can take a card from my yard. So we'll get into this, but the interesting part is... When you're playing cards, card you have to think about somebody could potentially take a card from your yard, which is a card from your deck. Um, you're going to play to 25 points. First one, 25 points wins. Or uh, if you build up your fort completely, you have five levels of your fort. And if you get that built, then it will trigger the end of the game. Whoever has the most points wins. Boom. I nailed it. Go. Crushed it. Iron components, baby. Arden Components, well, you've already you've already shown your hand on this one a little bit. I, I said he's my favorite artist. Do you like the art in this game? It's pheno- phenomenal. I was about to say fantastic and phenomenal at the same time and almost made a new word. Phenomenal. 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 Yeah, it's it's absolutely fantastic. I love the art of this game. The, the, the friends that you have are so cool looking. Not only that, but they have names that are thematic, which there's like a guy named Punky, and it's annoying when the other we people punky. have punky because you love to have punky but we hate them yeah because the, there's no top action that someone can follow so dean can play the card and you know i can't do anything i'm like dang gum it you know so, so it's it actually yeah anyways recessed boards very nice yeah um you get a little screen printed on the pizza on little toys so they're not just just cubes or octagons or whatever they are are in components i have one major faux pas Everything else is phenomenal. Let's hear it. I want to hear it. Oh. What's the negative? Uh, so the cards are really cool looking, but they get damaged almost immediately. Yep. And it's huge. Like I had to, like I played After one like game. After like one game, yeah. One, no, literally one game, the edges were getting roughed up on some of the cards. And I don't bicycle the cards. I shuffle them, you know, to where I don't, they don't. And it, it was just like, are you kidding me? Like it was awful. I bet you would be better off bicycling the cards in this game. You might be because it wouldn't chip the the, the ends or what the edges get chipped. The edges just get chipped. Goodness yeah. gracious, what am I saying? They get chipped so easy with these cards. Yeah, huge disappointment. Like if you get for it, you have to get sleeves. Can you fit the sleeve cards in the box, John, without having to take the insert out? You can. Okay. Yes, you can. And it was about I can't remember how many cards, but it wasn't a full hundred sleeves. So it was like sixty, seventy cards or something. So, you but know, a lot of people don't like sleeves and that, you know, you don't often have to get sleeves for cards. I guess if you played enough, all the edges will be roughed up and you won't be sure which is what. 
Yeah. But but my recommendation because of that is you pick up sleeves right away. Mm-hmm. Like before your first game, pick up sleeves if if you're okay with sleeves because they will get chipped up. Yeah, it was a really big disappointment for me. I mean, they look sharp. The cards look great. And I was just like, dang it. I hate whenever I have to buy sleeves immediately. I mean, the the game's not that expensive, so we could talk, we'll talk about that later, which is a positive. I'm a sleeve but guy mainly because I, it's easier. For games that you have to shuffle to cards shuffle. a lot, I like to have sleeve cards because it's easy to shuffle. I, I really like sleeve. I don't I like don't, when they poke me in the hands, though. You know, like the sharp edges on them. I don't or like they that. don't stack very well. Like, we had to do two stacks of cards because you can't just have one shot. They just fall over. Yeah, get the matte sleeves. The the Ultra Pro matte sleeves That's are what I did. fantastic. Colored background, which Dean hates. Those were matte? Yeah. And they didn't stack up? They stacked up decently, just not a whole. I mean, there's like 70 cards or something. I got 60, you. you know, okay. that's a lot of cards to stack up. Okay. All right. All right. That, that tracks. All right. I'm with you. Art and components are fantastic, except for those chippy cards. Let's talk about the gameplay. I'm about to get chippy on those cards. I'm going <clears> to. <throat> You're right. Hey, before, as we get into <laughs> gameplay, let's just, <clears throat> let's talk about hype. I love this. Let's do a little drama action going on. Oh, this game is pretty hyped. Would you not? Would you say so? It was it's all over the place, up. all over the place on yeah. the interwebs. I mean, I'm telling you, and like we didn't get a copy of it. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> we're still, we're not a. I'm like I'm looking at these channels that have like way less subs, and I'm like, mm, they really just hate us. Maybe it's because <laughs> they really hate Meeple Town. They think Meeple Town gets whiny when they don't get their way, and so. <laughs> hey, I want everyone to know that all of this. Is complete joke. I don't care that they didn't send us a review copy. It's just fun. You should hear what he says off the mic. No, I don't care at all. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care at all. I'm just having fun. Uh, I think really positive things about leader games. This game has a lot, a lot of hype behind it. It does. Yes. Um, So yeah, you're right. And lead. I mean, because leader has done great things so far. I mean, one of your favorite games of all time. Yep. And made my top fifty easily Mm -hmm. as well. Root was great. Now that is that the only thing? Yeah, I haven't played anything else. I have Vast. It's on my yeah, shelf of shame. I haven't played Vast, yeah. Which we'll talk about later, the questions about shelf of shame. But yeah, well, uh, the uh, Crystal Caverns, the newer one. not Or uh, Mysterious Manor, sorry. Yeah. Um, I've not played either one of them, but I have the Mysterious Manor one. Okay, I'm talking about gameplay. Mm-hmm. Here are the things that I really like about this game. Okay, I like deck building games, so that's that's a plus. This one is really unique because of the yard, um, taking cards from the yard. And see how I did that rhyme? That wasn't a fake rhyme. That was oh a full-on, oh that's how you rhyme. Who cares? All right. So when you play a card, you have to think about the cards that are going to go behind it. I didn't mention this in the gameplay, but let's say I play a card that is a, what is that? Like a mustard bottle? <laughs> a crayon? What is that it's thing? It's glued, Dean. Glue? <laughs> mustard bottle. So if you play a glue card... That says, for every glue card... Why didn't you just say when you knew what it was? Like I didn't. I literally didn't. Oh, oh. Why didn't you just say... Uh, the like Band-Aid, because it looks like a Band-Aid. The skateboard does. So. Oh, so I literally cannot identify any of those symbols. Band-Aid? C- crown. A crown. All right. Let's say I play a Super Soaker card that says, for every Super Soaker symbol that's showing, I get to get that many pizzas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you can play cards with that card that give you the symbol, or if you have cards in your lookout that you played earlier on that are permanently there. Kind of like an engine board. building right. over the course of the game. Yeah. Um, so you're going to get that many resources. You're going to get that many pizzas for how many symbols. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about when I play this card, do I want to play it because I'll be able to get the, you know, because I have so many symbols, I might just want to play this card because I have a bunch of, uh, 
what did you say, glue? I have a bunch of glue cards in my hand so and no pizzas. So I'm just going to load up on pizzas right sure. now, even though I might want to do something that would give me points or something else I would really want to do. So that's one really interesting decision. The other part is, if I have a really good card in my hand that I don't want to lose, I don't want to, I might just want to play that, even if it's not going to give me as much of a benefit by playing at that time, simply because if I put it out in the yard, somebody could take that from me. Yep. Unless they're your best friend, they have to go into the yard. Right, if you right. Don't play them and your best round. friend cards are not very good, so it's not like you're you'd be that concerned about those anyway. But compared to some of the other cards, but I just I find that fascinating because there's no other there's no other deck builder game that I can think of that your decisions about what types of cards matter as much because you're going to lose them if you yeah. don't. You know, if you don't play those. Yeah. It's fascinating. It is. That is one of my favorite parts of the game. The other thing I was thinking I want to make mention of is that you, in this game, you do have to really pay attention to other players because Dean could say, I can get three pieces, but John could follow that. Now, I cannot follow it with multiple suits unless I have a special card that allows me to do that. I could only, if, if he, you know, plays three glues and gets three pizzas, I can only play one glue and get one pizza. But Dean also might be like, strategically... I could I could stop John from getting John's full of toys, he can't get any more, so maybe I'll play this toy card because I know he can't follow it. Or he may be thinking, I don't think John has a lot of skateboards. I could play this right now that he might not be able to follow. Yeah, uh-huh. So you're you are constantly thinking about what the other player has in his or her hand and what they're going to do on their next turn. Cause you may be like, I want to build a fort, but I think Dean really needs to build a fort. And the he has a card that has fort building ability as something I could follow. Again, there are private actions that you can't follow. Yeah. And so I may be thinking, I think he's going to play that next time. So I'm going to hold off and wait, and I'm going to do this other action. That's really fun. I, I think that that's fun, like thinking through all that stuff. Um, but I do really like the yard. That's a really clever mechanic. And you might think like, you know, we talk about positive and negative negative interaction. For the most part, that's negative interaction, but it's not its not as bad as you might think, like taking somebody else's cards. Because it's happening all, all the time. Yeah. One, if you really wanted that card, you should have played it, right? Yep. But the other part is, yeah, one, you said it's happening all the time. You might want to thin out your deck, and this yeah. is a way to thin out your deck by putting cards out there that somebody else will take. Um, so that's interesting. I, I think that it's not as negative as you might think off the bat. There, there was times, even the last game we played, I had such a thick deck and I was having a hard time thinking it out and I kept hoping Dean would take my cards and he wasn't a lot of times. I'm like, dang it. Like Dean might purposely be like, well, John's got that thick deck. Like I'm just not going to take from him. So I'm just going to take from the park and that's it. So that's th- those are really interesting. But that, that that whole thing is you have five cards in your hand and now, if you follow suit, that's another interesting thing that you have to use one of your five cards in your hand and you don't draw back up before your turn. So following suit, <clears throat> following the leader might make you have a thinner hand. You know what I mean? And th- there are some right. interesting calls on there. And that does, it does change dramatically, in my opinion, with player count. Because if you're playing with four players versus two, you have to really think about the leader a whole lot more because you're thinking, man, I want to play this, but I don't know what is you know, Susan going to play yeah. next round. I mm-hmm. might want to follow hers even more. I think it's more interesting at a little bit higher player count for sure yeah. than two players. But yeah, but I do like that you have the option to follow. It keeps you engaged during other players' turns. Yeah, You're like, hmm, I wonder what they're going to do. And then also they could take from your yard. So you're engaged all throughout other players' turns because you're like, 
I could follow them or hope they don't take that from my yard. And so you're not just sitting back going, twiddling your thumbs, waiting for your turn to happen. Hey, I, one thing we didn't mention is is with the credits is how long the game plays on the box. Mm. It says 20 to 40 minutes. John, can you play this game in 20 minutes? You, you're amazing if you can. Maybe I'm just bad at it. But I, we've I don't played, see it. I don't see 20 minutes. I don't see that at all. I Upwards of 40. I haven't played a game hardly less than... I don't think I've played one less than 40. Yeah. And around 40. Players. Around yeah. 40 is what, what I feel like. That's Yeah, that's probably right, I guess. The but. first time I played this with some my father-in-law and my brother-in-law. My father-in-law, he it takes him a minute to pick up games, and he and he's actually good at them, but he asks a lot of questions. We played for an hour and 45 minutes. I, I, okay. That's uncommon. Yeah, but, but I don't... I can see that. He kept asking, what does this icon mean? And what does yep. that mean? Because there are a lot of different icons for a first-time player. That's exactly what I was going to say. Now, I still refer back to the to the sheet about the icons to make sure that I have... Great right. sheet. Yeah, the and way. the iconography is not bad, Mm-mm. but it's it's just iconography. Like, yeah. you're not, you, you don't have any text on there to tell you. I kind of prefer that in deck builders, that it has the iconography, but also is backed up by text. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm sure there's reasons for not doing that. Is there any? Yeah, there's some text on the, um, on the smaller cards, but I don't think there's yeah. any text on the bigger cards. On the perks, and maybe the, that's so that you can get the game out to more people. I don't know, but yeah. I, I always like to have the text on the cards myself. But yeah, it would help it to be able to. Yeah, but anyways, I, I think it's, I think overall, like you said, the icons are, are all good and all that kind of stuff. So, um, negatives, Dean. Do you have any negatives about this game? I don't know. Yeah, I do for sure. And I, I, I struggle to say this as a negative because I think it is a negative, but I also, I'm not at this place yet. So the replayability of this game, I think can be a negative thing. You are essentially doing the same thing over and over again. Now, obviously the cards will change, but it's not like Dominion where you have, you know, 10 different sets that you're putting in those change out every game and that changes your strategy. This one, mm. you're just, you're shuffling all the cards up together and what you get now you are drafting at the beginning and you can kind of set that some helps of your the strategy. game a lot if it you does. haven't played the drafting it, it helps, helps with the time too you know because yeah. if you're kind of setting your strategy from the beginning theoretically you should be playing a, a more quicker game yeah yeah um so it's not that i'm tired of this game but i would want to see more cards more variability um with the scoring it's going to be saming yeah yeah the scoring you're just you're mostly getting points from uh, the types of symbols that you have, have on your card, the level of the fourth that you are, or the um, uh, resources that you have in your backpack. Yeah. So you can put resources from your stuff into your backpack, and that gives you a little bit more storage, and you could potentially score points that way. But it's still like every game still kind of plays out the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Like one thing that I'll... But I'm not tired of the game yet, if you if you understand what I'm saying, I guess. Yeah, so one thing that helps the variability is after you build your second level fort, then you get a red card, and that can that's a made-up rule card. And that's basically going to give you some type of in-game scoring. Then when you build your third level, when you go from level 0 to 1, you get the made-up rule. When you go to level um, 1 to 2, you get your perk card, which is something that's going to give you a bonus over the course of the game. Dean, what I think... I struggle with this game with, uh, I mean, I, there are definitely things I like about this game a lot, but that happens so early in the game, Dean. It's like, then it just kind of feels samey through the rest of the game. I almost wish that as you built the fort, 
there would be maybe more cards that yes. you could get or something yep. that kept kept uh-huh. it because it feels like I feel like when I play this game I, I'm I'm really excited at the beginning I'm trying to figure out my cards I okay I wonder what the perks are I mean not the perks I wonder what those made up rules are that could really change the game but then it just kind of that's it nothing the new things that happen are you're doing your deck building but they're do they're kind of the same things like mm-hmm. the same cards you know, you're multiplying this times this. You're adding something to your lookout. It, there's a, there's definitely a lot to do. It's kind of one of those weird things, Dean, where I feel like I like this game, but I can't put my finger on why I don't love it. You're moving into final thoughts. Let's go ahead let's and do, do that. that. Let's, go, let's go ahead and do that. I'm, okay. I'm with you, but I think I can more so pinpoint the reason why I don't love this okay. game. And I think a lot of that is because again, you're doing the same thing, the same types of things every time. So you're essentially getting points from the same way. Like you're building up your resources. You spend those resources to get point or not even necessarily spend them, but have them in your backpack to get points or building up your fort. Yeah. You're limited on the ways that you get your points. And I think that's, I, I just want more things to do. I think and so. That's, that's the biggest with thing you for on me. That. The game, like the base of this is fun. I really enjoy you know, the, the, again, going back to what I said earlier, I really enjoy the yard. I enjoy the playground, getting those, you know, drafting, uh, recruiting those different characters. Into I really like that part. But beyond that, there's nothing that just like, oh, this game is amazing beyond that. Like if there was something else along with that, I think I would really like this game more. I think an expansion could make it a lot better. In I think opinion. so too. I think so too. This is a re-implement by the way. Um, he came up with a oh, game that's called right. SPQF, yeah, and that's and this is I haven't played that one. So if anyone wants to know, I, I we haven't played that. We've just played four. I don't think you've played that. No, it's very. It doesn't have many ratings, so it's. I don't think it was widely. I don't know, but anyways, yeah, this doesn't make me want to go back and necessarily play it. That being yeah. said, I don't. I don't dislike this game. There's just other games I would r- rather play. You know, I, Race Arcana kind of fits in that same category for me, even though it's not. It's no, not it, a, a deck builder, but it's still like that. It feels like a card game. Yeah, it feels like a Tom Lehman game kind yes, of feel. Uh-huh. But the, and this is what. But I'd rather play his games almost every time over this game. That, that's probably right. Besides, no, I, I think I like this better the than. City. I think I like this better than the city. city. I do. Whatever. I like it better. I, than I definitely the city. like. Um. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you there, John. But you know, I don't like it as much as again Race Arcana. So for me, I give this one a seven. Yeah. Um, which is a game that I like. I think this is a fun game. I just I think this is almost like the bones to a game that could be something greater, I guess. Um, so a seven is a good game, usually willing to play. I'm probably more on the bottom side of that. It's not it's not close to a seven and a half, but it is actually maybe closer to a six and a half for me, which is an okay game. Some fun or challenge at least will play sporadically if in the right mood. I think I'm usually willing to play this game. That's why I'll keep it at a seven. Like if you said, hey, let's play Fort, yes, let's play it. Mm. But I'm probably not going to suggest this. I agree with you 100. percent I, yeah. I think we have the same feels on this. Like I'm, I am usually willing to play this again. If Dean says let's play, yeah, sure, let's play for it. Let's play a round of it. But it's not something I will suggest. And that's what. That's why I couldn't even give it a. I talked to Dean earlier. I can't give it a seven and a half because I'm probably. It's. It would be rare that I would suggest this game just because there's just other ones I would rather play, that are more interesting to me. I do think if there was an expansion that added like some another twist or turn, like Dean said, you, that was a really good comment because I think it might be really good. It's, it's it does feel thematic. We didn't talk about that, but I do kind of yeah. like you're like oh man, it's I'm, cute. I'm losing. I don't want to lose Punky like we talked about earlier. I don't want to you know. It, 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 who was the one girl that I kept getting? I just loved getting her Punkin. Is that right? Is that her name? 
I don't know. I think it was. Anyway, yeah, I, she was just my friend. Oh, oh, and the one that gives you the two wild, yeah. the two symbols. Yeah, the one wild and the other in the crown. Yeah. I think. Um, but it's also thematic because like you have you get two best friends and you never can lose your best friends unless you purposely discard them, and so your two best friends stick with you the whole game, which again might not be good because one of them in particular is not that great. Right. This helps you build a fort and never someone else can follow it. Um, so I think that th- those are kind of cool. It's like a game that I really want to love. And instead, it's okay. Yep. Seven out of ten for me. I totally agree with you. So seven out of uh, seven out of ten for both of us. Game we like. Didn't li- didn't quite live up to the hype. Not for me. Yep, I, me I don't neither. know how much hype I had on this game. I, I wanted I it because the it looked cool, but I don't know. I didn't have huge expectations for this. So I had decent expectations, and it didn't quite live up to it. Sorry to hear that, man. Is it worth it though? Twenty four ninety nine. That's a good deal. I, I mean, think the, Leader the production, Games sells it for 30 The production's good. Um, so, it, and if you really like this kind of deck building game, you might really like it. But uh, I would say try it before you buy it. Yeah, I would too. Throw a few extra bucks for sleeves in there. 30 bucks at least. Yeah, probably. that's true. That's true. Um, the recess boards are nice and all that kind of stuff. If you really like these types of race two games, card games, you might. But I like those games generally too. And this one was just fell... A little flat. I still like it, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That is going to be it. Seven out of ten for both of us. Let's get to the mailbag. Mailbag time. Mailbag time. Gonna get some mail out of my bag. No, 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 no. We don't need a song from you. You already did a song last time that I'm going to use for this episode. And go Hang going in the bag, gonna pull my mail out in those electronic mail. Let's start off with a uh, message from Steven. I like the mailbag a lot, by the way. Steven. This is really fun for me. We need more mail. Yes, we're, we n- do. we're not gonna get through. Well, we might get through it today. But, but send I us more. I don't think so. We definitely need more. more. That's uh, MeepletownMail at gmail.com. We need more stuff in here. So, Steven says, How many games do you have on your shelf of shame or opportunity? Which do you, uh, which one do you want to play first, and when do you hope to have your shelf cleared? You go I love it. this question because I don't have a shelf of shame. <laughs> I, 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 I really like because I try to keep my. The only time I have a shelf of shame is whenever I have a lot of backed up review copies. But to me, that's almost not a shelf of shame because I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm not buying them, and I guess it is. Is it? That's a good question. I don't necessarily put. No, I wouldn't say that's a shelf of shame. Yeah, I literally. And even, I do have a wife that plays with me generally, but of course she hasn't in ah, three weeks. We haven't played a game together, I don't think. Um, So I'm trying to think if there's anything on my shelf of shame. I've got a game, a review copy of one game um, that I haven't played. Besides that, Steven, honestly, I I don't have anything. I've played it all. Easy answer to that question. I don't buy stuff if I haven't played stuff. I don't get, I, that's my, my personal, I don't get like, oh, oh, I got to have that game. I don't care if I'll, 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 I will play a game first and then I'll say, okay, well, I'll get it whenever I buy it. And if something, and I don't also get the, well, hope it doesn't run out and I hope it doesn't, I don't care. <laughs> it's very few games that I would say that to. I think for me, I do, for sure. I do have more on here. I'm looking, I probably have about 25, Ooh. something like that. Um, my, my list isn't completely updated because there's several on here that I have played that aren't on this, that aren't marked as played on my list. I'd say about 25. That was actually down fairly low until Tennessee game days where I bought a lot of games. Um, too many, 
And yeah, um, and then I I do have several. And now this is where this the review copy part comes into play for me. I I've, I've got a decent amount on the review copy shelf right now that are just preventing me from playing these other ones. So yeah. uh, when would I have those done? I got them down pretty well towards the end of last year, I guess, um, within a, maybe like ten or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, right now it's hard to tell because we're just not. I'm not getting as many games played this year yeah uh, COVID has really slowed me down quite a bit so so who knows I, I would say not this year I mean, next year maybe we'll see yeah the only time I ever have a stack of games besides review copies is Christmas or um you know Tennessee game days where I'll buy eight games or something like that besides yeah. that and I usually knock them out quick yeah. like I boom 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 and I will not like go buy another game while I have a stack of four or five games sitting there that I haven't played so anyways, yep, and I think that that would be a great segue. You mentioned COVID into the next question. Yep, you go mean, for it. All right, so uh, David Kodesky basically asked us how we are managing our COVID protocols during the pandemic. Um, he only plays with family. He doesn't have, like, asking, are we doing, like, social distancing at all? Um, are we just going, you know, having the same type of group of people that we do games with? And uh, just wanted to know. So, Dean, how are you handling that? Well, I'm not getting many people to play games with. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, so I've got a couple people, John being one of them. John and I play games together. Yes, um, we do. And, and we love each other. Uh, I would say John's part of my quarantine. <laughs> just cringed really bad. Um, we have another family that I'm not even listening to you. So John John would be part of my quarantine. Um, we have another family that we get together with um, that we've played games with a couple times, not too often. Um and then it's me and my wife. I mean, that's pretty much yeah. it. My family, I've seen a few times during all this, and we've played some games. Um, but but I'm I'm, you know, with my work, I'm still distancing constantly and wearing masks all the time. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely following the rules. That is, there's no doubt there. But um, but that just means less game plays for me, unfortunately. Wah, wah. Yeah, I I haven't played as much either. I don't think I've, I play mostly with my family. Uh, my my family, my wife's family, we're getting together, and we have people who will game with me in those. And then I have Dean, and then another friend or two that we've been getting together occasionally and playing games. Um, but yeah, it definitely, you know, I don't know though if it's in the in one sense it hasn't affected me a ton because I also don't have big gaming groups of people that I generally play with. I really generally do have my family, Dean, and a couple friends. You know what I mean? Like I, it's, it's been about, about the same. Um, but I guess we haven't been getting together quite as much though. So, yeah, I'll, I will say this is more on a personal level than a gaming level. Um, all this has been tough for me because I'm, I'm a very people oriented person and I love being around people. I get hyped up from being around people. Um, John and I, when this first happened, we were playing a decent amount of games on Board Game Arena, which I think is fun. I really think mm-hmm. Board Game Arena is a fantastic way to play games. But I game because I like being around people. Yeah. And like it's not the same feel. It's not. Like that and I've realized my limitations. Like I I am a gamer to a limit. For me, it's it the people that I'm sitting around the table is so much more important to me than the game itself, yeah. which is why I have such a hard time. I've got a group, an online group that plays games constantly they're always looking for people i just can't Mm -hmm. get hype on it because i i just i i feel like i need to sit around with people i would rather hang out with my wife and have a conversation than to 
play games online, I guess, or talk to somebody else around the table. You know what I mean? Yep, I get it. Um, yeah, I'm very, so very similar. Right I mean, there are some things like we did used to do, like at church, we would have a big game night or something like that. And that would be, we haven't done that since. So there definitely are things like that that I haven't done yep. for sure. But yeah. Anyway. All right. Next All question. All right. We got time for one more. We're going to blast through this one. This is okay. a three part question. We're going to do in three minutes. We got that? Can yep. we do it? Yep. All right. Let's go. First part of the question. This is from Andrew who said we didn't have to do this on here. Um, but I'm doing it anyway, Andrew, because Boom. it's a lot easier to answer on here Email us in. than we'll to type it up. blast you. Uh, so he was talking about how we did the Italian designer game series la- last episode. Mm-hmm. And he says, have either of you played Grand Austria Hotel? Okay. I have not. John? Yes. You have. All I right. haven't. Yep. I haven't played it a lot, though. That's the problem. Okay. So we're not quite sure where we land on that. Where, where that would, Do you know where that would fit within the realm of all that? It would make my top 100 list, probably. And it, what about with those other three games that we talked ooh, about? That, that's it's tough because I haven't played it enough. That's the problem. I mean, I think it has the potential of being right there. I would. I mean, right now, playing it little, I would probably put it above Coimbra, which I still like Coimbra. You know, um, and maybe maybe right there with alma mater, but I got to play it some more. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, it could it could be my favorite, honestly, out of those two. It's been a while since I played it, and I haven't played it a lot, so that's my problem. Grand Australia Hotel has been top of my want-to-play list for a long time. Like, up there with Coinbury. Remember, I wanted to play that yeah. one uh, again. Grand Austria Hotel is way up there. Yep. It should be. It's a good game. Um, he talks about, in the second question, Alma Mater, and one of the one of the complaints, this is what Rado had said. Rado had said that one of the shortfalls at two-player is that you're basically going to buy from the dummy player for the first half of the game most of the time. And so that's the shortcoming of a mm. two-player game. Do you agree with that? Not really. Because here, to an extent, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. This is why I think All Models are a well-designed game. Yeah, you could say that. You could say, I'm going to not go. I'm just going to go for Ignotus's books because yeah, I, don't want to give, I don't want to give Dean any money. But the problem with that is if Ignotus only has a certain amount of books, you flip over a card, he's going to get like two or three maybe. Right, right. And so if if Dean takes them, then I can't. And on top of that, if he's low on books, they're more expensive. Yeah. They, they're $4 a piece instead of or Ducats, instead of two two Ducats potentially if Dean's shelf was full. So, no, I, I don't think it is just a automatic, yeah, you're going to be doing that a lot. No doubt about it. And that in a two-player game, I think that that actually makes it interesting because whoever goes first as a player, it matters more, I feel like. Because you, uh, oftentimes that is the first move. Oftentimes it is, but I don't. It doesn't bother me. Uh, I guess maybe, maybe it is, but not always. I mean, you not say always. often. I mean, there's like when you do that, you can buy any time, right? Sure. So if I'm buying, then I'm passing up a space that I can go to. So I think, yeah, it depends. I guess it depends. Like I, I'm with you. I don't think that's I don't a wholeheartedly disagree with what he's saying, wholeheartedly. But I. I don't totally agree with it, and I don't think it's a negative. I think there's other factors than just buying that. There's the money factor. If I can buy books from cheaper from you, I'm going to buy them from you mm-hmm. potentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, it depends. So I, I yeah, it's it's situational, but it's not definitely not enough for me to like it less. No, for sure. I, I think it, it plays really well at two. We have had a few. Yeah, we've had a few questions on YouTube and stuff about how does it play at two. And if we didn't articulate that, I think it plays great at two. I do too. I do too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> As well. And then the final one is Lorenzo dealing with the final scores. Do our did our Lorenzo scores end up close? John, 
They did. You, I don't. I'm asking you because you actually know what the final scores were. I don't. I think they were pretty close. I think within ten points, if I remember right. Yeah, there, it's not. It, the question: What is it basically? Do you blow people out with Lorenzo? Is that yeah? Kind of well, like, and then he goes on to say that I remember watching a review of the game where they said their two-player games were ending up either one of them blowing the other person out, or they felt like there were only a few really good moves available, and whoever gets to them first can quickly shut out the other. Our last game, there was a six-point difference. You won. Yeah. So I so and that I can go and look at some more games, but I I didn't get that. I mean, yeah, has there been blowouts? Sure, but I I never felt for a second like it would be any more than any other game. I do think we had bigger blowouts in alma mater, for sure, no yeah. doubt. We our our scores in alma mater were destroying each other. Here's a game I played with my wife. One point difference. Lorenzo okay. Lorenzo is Magnifico. So no, I don't I, I've. I don't think so. But alma mater, you beat me by 50 points the first game. And then you beat me by that much the second game, I think. And and we played that one three or four times. I don't remember all the scores to those. But they weren't as close as Lorenzo was. No. For sure, for us. So no. there you go, Andrew. That's that's what we got on, on that question. But for me, even for alma mater, that's not necessarily a, a knock. Blood Rage is a game where you can just absolutely destroy somebody Tapestry is a game you can destroy somebody. Those are top five games for me. So for me, that's not as big of a deal. If I'm having fun, catch-up mechanism can actually sometimes be a frustration if it's too strong, if you don't want to get ahead at the beginning because the catch-up mechanism is so strong. I I think that can be a big deal, a negative. Sure. So anyway, that is what we got from the mailbag. If you have any more questions, again, send that to meepletownmail at gmail.com. And John, tell people how they can get in touch with us elsewhere. I destroyed you the first game on Alma Mater. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just said, I just said that 50 points. You're actually, yeah. But you actually beat me the second time. Excuse me, you played by even more. So, <laughs> and then I think our, I think we kind of balanced it out after that, if I remember right. Yeah. So, okay. If you want to check out all of our stuff, you can go to MeepleTownGames.com. We are at MeepleTown Games on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we're Board Game Geek. You can look at our stuff on YouTube as well. Just look at MeepleTown Games. We're Board Game Geek Guild 3407. Thanks for coming down to MeepleTown. So basically you have like all your Christmas decorations up already, don't you? I would. No no joke. One of these days, if my wife's having to work late and I can get home early, the tree's going to be up. Are you one of those guys that puts Halloween decorations up? Mm. I'm not going to lie. I feel like that's that those are tacky. We have a pumpkin. Oh, okay. That's not tacky. A fake pumpkin. That's fine. I approve. That lights up? That's okay. And sings Christmas songs. Like everyone has that guy or that or that family in their in their neighborhood that has like all kinds of stuff just insanely everywhere for that. Does it does that bother you? Do you like it? It would be me if my wife would allow it. So you would have like these skeletons and ghosts and stuff all over the trees. Oh no 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 Christmas stuff. stuff I would not not Halloween. I'm talking about Halloween. Oh no probably not. Uh-huh. Does, does that like do you have one of those in your neighborhood? Oh yeah, they have a whole cemetery in their front yard. Yes. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get what's so hype about that, but. To each his own.